go back to the Hilfah Shabbos, I just want to mention one uh, very interesting halacha that's nageh to Rosh which is often asked. Somebody reminded me to call me about it today. Uh, the wife wants to do laundry. What's the din? What's the meaning? Rosh So, it's brought down, that there's a meaning to give a reward to the women who were good enough or brave enough to refuse their husband's request to give jewelry to the Chet Eagle. And they got tremendous scar for that. And then later on, when they had the appeal for the Bezimei for the Mishkan, they gave very, very generously, which showed that the reason they didn't give before is not because they were stingy, it's because they didn't want to be involved in a favor. And the Kamas Mishkan was a Rosh Chaydish, so the minute became to give the women schar, uh, we give them a day off or two, depending on how many days Rosh Chaydish. We give them a day off on Rosh Chaydish and um, they don't have to work. That's where this minute came from. So the Bir Lacha has a long discussion. How stark is the minig? Is it a minig depending on locale, or is it more of a minig halacha? And which malachas it applies to? Which days of Rosh Chedesh it applies to? The Mishabru discusses. So, um, so anyway, so a fellow called me tonight and uh, said his wife wants to do laundry. It's interesting. So if there's, I, I put together four stadim lahokal. Mishabru says there's more to make on the first day of Rosh Chedesh. Not going to help him tonight. That's, what? Oh, so it's okay. So first, I'm getting there. So first, the Shaila, the first day was Chedesh and Mokal. Then some Biyalach brings down the Svara, which he doesn't necessarily agree with, but doesn't totally disagree with, that at night it's better, because it's less for Fahesi at night. And that doesn't make a difference today, because it's the same washing machine in the same room. In the old days, he used to go out to the river by day. So with the lesser Fahesi Svara, you can mount it by day also, but that was a Svara by night. Then the argument you're raising, maybe it's not a whole lot of work, you put it in the washing machine, and it goes, although the women say that it's a lot of work. The men always tell me that's far as it's not a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They say it's the putting in, and the the folding, and the coming, and the transferring, and the, you know. Okay. Uh, well, that is work. But uh, so some say washing machines more cow. We don't have to scrub it and stand by the river. And uh, and then there's the whole question that Be'er discusses, is this a minik kavua, or the communities, some communities did have the minik, some didn't have the minik. So then the question is, how stark is the thing? The best cooler of them all is the fact that the best can bring down, if you need it for now, it's mother. Like a get of a dover of it. It's only a shayla doing laundry now for tomorrow, for the next day after Rosh Chedesh. You need it for right now, then it's mother. So uh, I don't know if your wife shared with you the shayla. I don't know if uh, she's aware that it's even a shayla. Uh, but it is a shayla, so they really, all things being, should not be doing laundry uh, if it's for after a shayla. They need it, they need it. If it's for afterwards, for some reason they can't do it on Wednesday, so then there are these studs and lock So I think that I discuss it when you get home to see where they're holding. It's their holiday, you're supposed to let them know their rights. Everybody's got rights. It's important to let them know. Uh, if they have a job at the office, it'll be a little hard to tell the boss that it's for a shayla, not coming in. But at least the chores at home, cooking is not included. Really, sewing is a big one, which a lot of women don't do today at all, and uh, and, and washing, which is again, I'm trying to whether it applies to the washing machine, but many best can We're going to get to the washing machine in, in the office of uh, discussing at Rav Shabbos. Um, okay, many fascinating things to uh, to show you. I first raised the shayla about the ribbis. 
says you could borrow Baribis to uh, pay for Shabbos. So what does that mean? Obviously, not going to happen. So the race is dividing for Shabbos. Let me show you one short thing in the Shulchan and then we'll go to Rambam Kemis, which we're going to be on for at least a week. Um, take a look at Reish Bay's page. Reish Hay again, the bottom line, the Magen Avraham on the top left hand side, which we saw last night. You don't have one. You can look on. Yitzi, you know what Shulchan Aruch do? Yeah. Uh, you look on. Okay. The Mamre Kemis you can have. I'm going to be on this in a short while. Love and Baribis to start a Suda Shabbos Suda Mitzvah. Kabar Baribis for a Suda Shabbos or any Suda Mitzvah. We got the bottom line of the Magen Avraham, top left hand corner, page Reish Hay. Love and Baribis to start a Suda Shabbos or Suda Mitzvah. So everybody wants to know what does this mean? So if you look on this page, the Eitzim of Farshim, which is uh, the next to the last set of Farshim before the Prima Godin, before the Mishpas and Zohar of the Nation of Ram. One line, it's a first, you see that? Yep. So he quotes here the Nasif Chayim, Love and Beribis, Kirish Min Akum. Doesn't mean borrowing from a Yid, Rahman al Islam, that's the race. It means borrowing from Ribis, with Ribis, from a guy. Now you're wondering, well, why is that ever usher that we have to say it's Mutter for Sudhis Mitzvah, Sudhis Shams? So what's, what's, the, what's the problem that we need a special header? So he points out the Balad Mitzvah Aser Kedisa Biyardev on the Yisrael Aser Mishum Lifnivri. You can't borrow from Yisrael. I'm surprised he says Lifnivri. You can't borrow from Yisrael. I would think it's worse than Lifnivri. You're both involved in transaction. Okay, putting that aside, but he quotes a din which is quoted in the Gemara. The Gemara says that Chazal Aser Bidrabbanon doing a transaction of ribbons from a guy. If you never saw the Gemara, you're probably very surprised. What could be the problem? So the Gemara says it was a general gzeira against doing business with the guy because we're afraid he might become Hamish with them and learn from their bad meisim. So, uh, for those of you who work for a living, uh, who work with Goyim, which is most of you, um, Tasis brings down that we're making on this because otherwise no way to make a panasa, and they didn't answer it in a way, they only answered, if all things are equal, do business with Jews, which in the time of the Gemara was 99% of the business being done. Jews did business with Jews. They didn't have much shaykh as a Goyim. The right of the Dover is, is a big machalist to show how to make a kenyan with a Goyim. A simple shaykh, how to make a kenyan with a Goyim. And the big machalikas mishicha, or kesef, and kenyan, the chalipin, and all sorts of machalikas. And why was that machalikas? It's nice and machalikas. The answer is it wasn't nice and machalikas. The Jews did business with Jews, and they didn't do business with guy. They didn't have Nowadays, we do business with Jews and guy. And if you're in finance, I strongly suggest you do business only with guy. You have less ribbons problems. Uh, there are enough problems. You just want one of the top things. a huge problem today, which I don't really have a solution for. And for those of you in uh, mortgages, or those lawyers who are engaged in real estate transactions, um, you might, after I say this, say, why did I come tonight? Uh, but <laughs> it's something you got to hear, because this is like a major, this is a shine love, and it's a derisa, not a, this is not a, we don't have any fumas in this year. Um, so Rafi's really looking nervous here. Um, you do a lot of this with Gaia, I hope? Okay. Why? Both. Okay. So the problem I'm dealing with is, this wasn't, it wasn't a problem 10 years ago. 10, 15 years ago, it was not an issue. But this, was, this became an issue a couple of meltdowns ago, a couple of recessions ago. Uh, the last one became more of an issue, but the, when the banks failed before this. And if you haven't figured it out yet, what I'm getting at is, is that every heteriska is based on the following premise. Oh, Uri, you're here. Okay, got a couple of people here. Is based on the following premise, that um, we're going to business together, you have to understand how Hedriska works. It's not just a piece of paper. It's not abracadabra. It's a, it's a real, it's a real contract. We're going into business together, and um, 
Ellie, I don't know if you've come across this also. A lot of lawyers now. Um, going to visit together, and if you lose, then I lose. And if you win, then I win. The battery pack, the safety net, the risk of, is that if you claim you lost money, you come to me, you got to verify that either with a shul or with two kosher them or make it very difficult to verify. And then the default position is if you can't verify, they're going to pay me 10%. That's anybody who's ever done a history at the risk of, everybody knows that that's how it works. Um, problem is, is that if you're doing business with a Jewish lender, usually institutional size, um, and you, uh, they used to, in New York, they used to do business from Jews. So they'll say, okay, you can put in that, uh, what's the fancy English word for that, the English name for that uh, certificate? Begins with an E? Estoppel. Yeah, right. Well, wait, what's the etymology of that word? Estoppel, it comes from Latin. Okay, no wonder I didn't know the etymology. I couldn't tell what the Sherish was. Okay, what does it mean in English? To stop. Okay. Prevent. Prevent, okay. So preventing <laughs> ribbis, I guess. Well, what's it preventing? A strange name for a heterisco. <laughs> Which lawyer thought that the, that Latin name for a heterisco? That's odd. Uh, that may create more problems than we're trying to solve. Okay, I'll leave that alone for now. Um, I, I've signed many of them in my time. Oh, yeah. I, the first one I had with a certain uh, from uh, lender years, decades ago, had this thing instead of the top, that funny word. That's why I remembered it. At least I remembered it began with an E. And I said, what's this? He says, just a heterisco. So I didn't ask him at the time, what does that name have to do with a heterisco? But it was a heterisco. Anyway, the big problem is, is that they will allow you to sign the heterisco, but then uh, they will make you personally guarantee that you're paying back the loan. So once you give a personal guarantee, making a sure to verify a loss makes it difficult to, to bail out. Bringing two kosher aid in makes it extremely difficult. So we usually go, Baruch Hashem, to the fallback position. You pay you 10% because you don't believe you lost money. I believe you made a profit. Give me my, give me my profit. You have a personal guarantee. Personal guarantee means you're paying back this money with the interest, and we don't care what happened. We don't care if your cat ate it, and we don't care if the uh, home investment sank to the ground. We don't care. That's what a personal guarantee is. So that has to risk of work. So I remember years ago when they started this shine, because I told the guys who came to me, I said, don't do business with people asking for a personal guarantee. Now, in the year 2013, there aren't people who do business with a personal guarantee. And that's a big problem. So uh, people who have um, come to me with this, I said, what do we do? I said, you borrow from Gaiyan. They said, Gaiyan's rates aren't as good. <laughs> so, I said, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, but that's, um, that's an issue. For those of you lawyers, I want to discuss it afterwards. We can discuss it. Uh, you know, a couple of ideas, but uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a problem. You can, you, can give a, you can give a corporate guarantee, but they don't want that. They want a personal guarantee. They know what they're doing. No, right? Am I correct? That's the, the market today demands that more often than not. Not all the time, huh? That's, uh, so that's... Uh, it's not. It's not. That's not what personal guarantee means. There, there are different forms of guarantees. There's the guarantee of collection and there's the guarantee of payment. And the difference is that the guarantee of payment is that... Uh, the guarantor and the borrower are equal, they're jointly and separately liable, and the lender can come to either one immediately to request payment. The guarantee of collection is just if the, if the lender goes to the 
borrower and is not able to collect, only then he can go to the guarantor. No, but you're talking about the, but the guy, you're talking about Aries. Well, in you're, one setting, the guarantor has nothing to do with Aries. No, I have a personal guarantee. The guy's not an Aries for himself, he is the borrower. That's not a. Aries is for your Aries for somebody else. Well, you don't need a personal guarantee for yourself. Personal you guarantee sign a note. If you're signing, if you're signing a note, then you're, then you're promising to pay anyway. That's what I just said. Right. That's what a personal guy. When you when you take out a, a mortgage on a house, make it simple. Uh, the house is collateral. So if I don't pay, then they take the house. Not me. If Ruben doesn't pay, they take the house. In the old days, maybe before you guys were born, wasn't that long ago? That was it. They had a heteriska, and there was an understanding of paying my mortgage every month, and if I don't, then the, the bank wasn't concerned. Now, with maybe with a simple mortgage, still like that, but besides that, now they want you to sign a, as I say, more institutional, more bit larger deal. Now they want you to sign a personal guarantee besides the collateral. The personal guarantee is really the note. It's not a personal guarantee. The guarantee is only when you're signing on behalf of someone or something else. Uh, I don't know. The last deal that came to me was somebody here from the, the shul. The for a lot of money. He said it was. A, he showed me a document that said yeah, Lashani yeah, is a personal yeah, guarantee. Yeah. It was him. There's no the mortgage itself, and then there's a note, which is on you as a person. So okay. The it's the same thing. The mortgage is collateralized in the property itself. I say, but if I am taking $20 million from my bank to buy some buildings. How do you sign the note? Right. Is the note separate? I'm taking a $20 million mortgage, and I'm signing a $20 million note. Is that the same thing? It's the same money. It's the same $20 million. I'm not buying $40 million. Okay, so that's a personal guarantee. Call it what you want. It's highly unlikely you're going to take $20 million off your own personal name. Right. You just don't do that. You're going to take it in an entity corporation. Good. That's much better. And then there will be a personal guarantee because. Another person guarantee. Okay, that's there's what to work with. The cases I had recently, they were guaranteed. That's how It wasn't $20 million, but they were guaranteed. That's how it usually works like him or like me. What? That somebody else. Why would somebody else? Uh, well, because you don't borrow an individual name for liability purposes. You borrow an entity name. I understand. That's yeah, that's that's, that's the way it used to be always. Right. It can only collect on the assets of the entity. Therefore, they want okay. a personal guarantee of the individual so they can go after his assets as well. And who's that individual that that personal guarantee? Somebody. Oh. No, so you agree with me. Ruve and Shimon have, have a corporation. Okay, the bank is loaning to the corporation. And then they want a personal guarantee from Ruve or Shimon or both. That's a personal guarantee. That's what I thought. That's what I thought I said in the first place. That's a personal guarantee. That's the whole Shiloh whether or not uh, if the corporation has a, a, a different shame corporation by itself or not. It's a big mafia safranim. Um... I don't know if the does the bank look at them as an arv. Yes. The bank looks at them that they're loaning no. them the money. Yeah. yeah. So so that's a problem. If the bank looked at them as an arv, then maybe there'd be more to discuss. There would be no reason for Ruben to sign twenty million, whatever, twenty million dollar notes, right? And personal guarantee. Well, look, okay. Look, well, the bank is a good reason if I'm the bank, if I'm a, if I'm a lender, I don't want to go to the corporate. Corporation bankrupt. I want to go to you. Is really, he's promising to pay. 
Right, right. But what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, let's say he goes to the and he said, I lost the money. He said, we don't believe you make a shul. He said, I'm willing to make a shul. Which you're not supposed to do. But let's say he's a, he's like, he's a Russian Russian and he's willing to make a shul. So then they're going to say, you can make a shul here next year, but I'm still holding you personally liable. That's, that the risk doesn't work. That's the, uh, that's the problem. But anyway, the other day she will be uh, next year or the year after. It's hard to wake you guys up. That's all. But, um, but the problem is, is that they want to make a Zayab Rabbanu, not do business with Goyim if you can avoid it. And Taisa says, the meaning today is do business with Goyim, and I'm adding that it's probably better that way because doing business with the Eden, uh, when it comes to these financial things, is complicated in the Rivers department. So, um, so but that's the first child of Mario Ram, that Avada were not buying Rivers and they do. Uh, the other child they say is if you're buying Rivers and they have to but if you have to. And then it's, and you either do it, which is not too much of a Chiddush, you can do that anyway. Um, the Chiddush would be that Hetariska uh, is maybe a little bit of a Rama, maybe you should do it. So, Kamash Malan, perhaps for Suda Shabbos, Suda Mitzvah, maybe you could do it. It's hardly like the Mangarum is referring to it because Hetariska wasn't that much in vogue in his day. Yeah? The, the first time I read the Mangarum, I, I understood it to mean that he was referring to when it says Bottom uh, of the Rivers. Right. The reason for that was he was going back to the Hatapa of Rahua, Lahana, and Perea. It's based on the Karen, but he's giving a finish that. I like that. Interest. I like that. Even if you're not only paying the care and you're paying 10%, don't worry about it. I like that. But how do you get out of the ribbons problem? Though? What does it mean by the rise of ribbons is an issue? I have, to, I have to agree with your shop, but, but that doesn't. Everybody asks, so what are you doing with the ribbons? We're not monitoring this in the race of writing shops, that's for sure. Or for any other students. So again, so uh, he's bringing down from the Nasib Chaim that it means from a guy, and that means it was a Yasmin Rabbanon. So even at a time when there wasn't his Rabbanon, we, we wavered uh, for this Maka Mitzvah. Um, okay, but there's more. There's more than that. Go to your sheets. <coughs> a lot of uh, variants to Chedushim over here. On page one, I'm just going to go back a little bit, since we're still on the simon of uh, barring and using the promise of Levua Lava and Ikarea. So I want to show you three things from Rabbi Yoshev. Asher has recently put out Baruch Hashem. I could not make this copy a year ago. I don't think this was out, but they're putting a lot of stuff out now, Rabbi Yoshev. So we're the beneficiaries. Of that, uh, Aleph. Law says yes, So before we get to the uh, bar, and the Gemara says that whatever you spend for Shabbos, it's all on the house, and you can borrow and you can get it back, and don't worry about it. We'll see. Rabbi Yosef will be strict that soon, but he uh, says an interesting thing in Aleph. He quotes the Gemara at the end of Saita. Gemara Bishili Saita Memchasabes Ameris Mishames So and So, and they have a whole list of uh, different Tanaim and different things that were lost to Klai So Paska Anshi Amonim. Uh, people of real bitachon were lost. Bir Rashi, what's an example of real bitachon? Levater mamanam lenoi hider mitzvah litzdaka to spend a lot of that money on hider mitzvah, noi mitzvah, stoka hotza shabbos yom netayvim. Our topic. So Yashav asks or Bavarin, well, what are they spending? Are they spending more than a fifth or less than a fifth? If they're spending less than a fifth, then that, you don't need a big tzaddik to do that. That's the din. You've got to spend up to a fifth of your assets on, on mitzvahs. On stalker, the chavchi, you're supposed to spend a fifth. On, on other mitzvahs, you're supposed to spend money. So, al-karchach, he says, must be, shemadubur benesinus yes mecham mishustaka. This guy, this anshi amana, this great big tzaddik, is a big maimon, is giving more than a fifth of the money, which the Gemara Ksuba says, normally, us service, we're afraid you might get poor. We once spoke about this in Shir, Chavaz Chaim is many hetarim. You're giving to Talmud Torah, it's a it's a business deal, you can give whatever you want, there's no cap on what you spend on a business deal. Uh, if you're giving to Pidgeot Shvuyim, somebody's in danger, you can also spend more than a fifth. But standard stocker, uh, is there is a cap of a fifth. So he says, if a person 
is giving less than a fifth, then it's Pasha, so it must be giving more than a fifth. Then Madubra, but it's in his Chemish, there are Gverim who give a fifth of the Rasis. We have that in our generation, so what the, what the Mishnah says, Paske Nobody, we don't know. Anybody, not Madrega since the time of the Tanah, we have people who do that. So it must be giving more than a fifth. And they'll say we have people giving more than a fifth also. Okay, but Roshal uh, Mazama says a person is a Gvir Adya, that giving half won't make a dent. Um, that is not included in this instance in the first place. After Kaimala Vazza Vaz Yes and Khamish normally it's also Zebanosha Megilum, Machia Mana Mutter Bay Makakolism. So I found that to be a very sick fiddish. You can add this to my list of a term, but for those of you who are dying to give more than a fifth of your assets to Stokka, uh besides the Hetar Tamatarum, besides the Hetar, if you're fabulously wealthy and it won't make a dent, there's no Sakhana you become poor. Uh, there was once a Hetar that if you want a super Madrega Bitachan and that you were so sure the money was coming back and you would never suffer from this, so then you give more than a fifth. It was only talking to regular people who didn't have so much bitachan. Of course, the Mishnah says we don't have any people like that anymore, but that was once a hetero. So I thought that was interesting as a in Mishnah. Now, what is it referred to? So now, Rabbi Yoshev, I don't know if everybody agrees to this next line. I don't know if I didn't say anybody disagrees, but we had a big discussion at the beginning of the Sugya about people buying uh, steak and a lot of ice cream and tofuti and all sorts of dainties for Shabbos. So, uh, you know, if you have an unlimited budget, why not? So... It sounds like to me in Bayes, you'll read it with me, it sounds like Rabbi Yoshev does not really hold of that. Tzorcha Shabbos Namar, Kol HaMaisim HaSifanlo. The title here is Alman Namar Kol HaMaisim HaSifanlo. How much leeway do you have? Tzorcha Shabbos Namar Kol HaMaisim HaSifanlo. Ha'ina Dabka Medavashu Begedet Tzorcha Shabbos. He limits the entire Gemara to something that is a Tzorcha Shabbos. Tzorcha Shabbos means different things to different people. We'll discuss that in a minute. Velelu Masar is not for some extra things. Can't pile on the extras. He says something very interesting. He seems to be going on the guy who's borrowing money now, doesn't have the money. He's borrowing money with the promise that he's going to get paid back. So he says, if you're borrowing money already, you can't overborrow. You can only borrow for food which you would have spent with your own money had you had the money or in the days when you had the money. So what did you buy when you had the money? One kugel. So now you're borrowing, you can't borrow for two kugels. I'm not sure why he says this because the Gemara says a general, the Gemara says two things. The Gemara says you can borrow Hashem will pay it back. Then the Gemara says, Stam, it's not included in the budget of the year, whatever you spend for Shabbos and Yantiv. So I'm not sure why Rabbi Yashem jumps to the other part of the Gemara that if you're borrowing, don't borrow more than what you would have spent. Because why don't you just say, well, why don't you just spend more all year round? So the answer Rabbi Yashem seems to be saying is most people don't go crazy with it, they, they spend whatever they can within their means. So if you're borrowing, don't borrow more than what you normally spend in a regular shops. That's his point. Um, well, I don't know. If a person can well afford it, it his lotion again, it's not a direct Rabbi Yosha didn't write this. These are all quoted secondary sources. I can't really be medic that much, but he says, if he said the word Lola Masaris, that means extra extra things. So what's extra? You could certainly buy dessert for Shabbos. That's part of standard. People have dessert for Shabbos even though they don't dessert on Tuesday night. That's standard for Shabbos and Yantif. So if I can afford to lay out the money now, and but if I keep doing this, I would get a little nervous unless I had the Gemara promising that I would get paid back. Can I spend out and buy 15 cakes and 25 flavors of tofuti? No, so he happens to be talking about the case when you're borrowing the money, not to do it. So I'm, I'm jumping to the case where you're not borrowing money. You have the money yourself. 
It just you wouldn't spend so freely unless Hashem was picking up the tab. But the Gemara says Hashem picks up the tab. It's not part of your cheshbon. So I, I thought, and I said this in the Shira, I said, well, if you really are doing this, let's say you're doing this lishma, not just for your stomach, so then you can spend whatever you want. So Hashem's paying as long as you can afford it now. It just, uh, you might be nervous spending so much money, uh, don't be nervous. It's coming back anyway. But Yasha says the words, Lola Masaris. See, again, he backs it up with the example when you're borrowing money, but I don't, I don't know if it's limited to that. Again, I'll get to take much time. In the Shah Shah Kesson, Sarah Shabbos, the most Sharab, Lukas, Rakubal, after the cover Shabbos, Kanish, Ashraf Shayla, Reds, Lukas, Kesson, Lukas, I Kubal. Now you're going to buy two kubbles or three. Mavada kubbles shavag liknas. Zevada lanem rani parea. Then you're not going to have to pay back for that. Rav b'chiyah gabash lofa b'shvil liknas mashi yaruglo shahayu lakets b'zayish lof tocha. So he says you have to now borrow only to the extent of what you were spending when you had the money. Now I'm asking, so how about so when you have the money, how much should you spend? So I think Rabbi Yeshua would hold it's the same. If you're if you're the gemara says you could it'll all get paid back. I think Rabbi Yeshua is insinuating. Okay, but. Shabbat should be fancier than the weekday, but it doesn't mean you should go what? Like, I can't prove it from there, but that's what it sounds like you're saying. What? It sounds like you're saying you have to have your reason first. Yeah. What was that? No, you can have a standard, or that standard is for all out. And then if you read those, then the four out of That's what it sounds like. Well, he's clearly saying that I'm guessing about. They clearly said you have, you have your reason. You have to spend money. You have to borrow money. Then don't borrow more than what you what you had, what you spent on when you had the money. I'm asking, so what does Rabbi Yashem hold when you have the money to spend? Just you would not spend this money unless I would tell you Hashem paying it back. It's hard to tell. What bothered me is about the Lush of the Masaris, the second line. Because he started, the first line was Kalamisa Masizmo. That's the second part of the Gemara that's not part of the general budget. And on that he said, Dafka Badavish should be good that Sarah Shah's Lola Masaris. That's what threw me off. It doesn't sound like it's unlimited to foodie today. That's it. it sounds like whatever is the tariff of regular people. I guess you would maybe judge by people who um, don't know they're getting paid back. I don't know why you should judge by them. I, I read their mind. I know I'm getting paid back. Why can't I spend more? But are you covered? When the Gemara says it's not out of your yearly budget, am I covered if I go all out? When you have the the money. I thought yes. I'm not sure from this first line now. So maybe it's according to your standard. Whatever you would do during the week, I'm suggesting. Once you all know this Gemara, once we've had, we had a lot of discussion about this this year, once we all can go about the, the Haftacha, so why don't we go all out? What does all out mean? All out is the question I asked my Rebbe Yeshiva, which I told you about, which that question was not that fair because the answer was, I, I want to know Yeshiva, when we had in Shabbos, why weren't they serving 25 pails of tofuti and, and, and other pyrites came in cake and, and, and steak and everything which they weren't doing? No, if you're not going to eat it, it's going to get thrown in the garbage. And it's going to throw in the garbage, no shayla. I'm talking about why would you serve chicken, assuming people like uh, the finest cut of steak more than chicken. Why would you serve chicken on Shabbos if you could buy the finest cut of steak, which is five times the price? Assuming you like steak better. Yes, assuming you like that. Assuming that, that people are not crazy, <laughs> that's why it's spending five times the amount, because it's better. Okay, so why aren't we all doing it? I mean, I'm coming to everybody's house Friday night, see what you guys are serving. Uh, yeah. That was the shadow raised in the beginning. I just and, and, and I and I was saying, well, why not? Again, some say you can't do it because you don't do the shema, it's only for your stomach. But let's assume that terror is not correct. And um, and you could just do it because the Mara promise is not talking to Lama Vavik, Sakmar is talking to people. 
So why can't? So why are we doing it? So Rabbi Yosef sounds like Kalamaitzavasi from Lazanli, not from the Cyrus. I don't know what that means. That's he says. Then the paragraph, but it doesn't matter. There are two parts of the Gemara, though. He quotes what bothered me here is Levu Alabani Pareas. It's the first Gemara. That is on the borrowing. But the Kalamaitzavasi law, that that idea that it's not part of the general budget, is a different part of the Gemara. Yes, yes, I'm asking. So that, it just threw me a bit of a tarif. I don't know, but I'd still like to know why the minig is that we're not all buying steak unless you feel that you buy steak every week. We're going to get sick of it, and we'll go back to chicken anyway. You know, this is all conditioning. In South America, chicken's fancier. Maybe it's just not on the madriga. So that that's only point to those who hold you got to be on the madriga. I don't believe that's pashat in the market. I believe that uh, the not. Well, I was talking to Klaiso not too long ago. I believe uh, the Gemara said, I think part of us will do it with the Shema. You know, we, we do it, uh, still a jump would be tough, or some leap of faith. I think part of us will do it with the Shema. So why aren't we doing it? I think it's No, but again, that's only when you don't have the money. But who lies only you don't have the cash, you're borrowing from somebody else, and hoping you're going to be able to repay. But the other part of the Gemara says, there are a few certain things not part of the budget. You have Shabbat, Yantiv, tuition, but it's not part of the budget. So anyway, just to throw back to our original discussion, um, maybe you guys like chicken better, I don't know, but I, in our house, says Chata, I and Imaski, we only serve fine cuts of Nida Nyantin. We don't serve it every shot, so I'm just wondering why. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe because... That's what the women say. The men don't usually talk like that. It adds up. It adds up, which as if it's not part of the bill. No, I'm just, I'm just talking hyperbole. No, so it's a buy, buy what you need. But I'm saying, but why buy? You should know. I have a feeling that people would grab up the sushi quicker than they can filter fish. Sushi's ten times the price. We serve sushi now, we make it ourselves. I, 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 don't, I wouldn't pay that money in the store. Right, you wouldn't order chicken. Okay. That's, that's, my, that's my point. So um, I'm just throwing it out there again. We, we discussed this early on, two months ago, but just this lotion threw me off a little bit. Um, okay, next. Why shouldn't it be according to your standards? Well, I'm saying should be an upgrade, but I'm saying make the upgrade better. If you have to talk, you have to talk. By the way, I'll add to it. No, no. During the week, you should eat peanut butter. But the upgrade is only for shops. Yeah, too. How high you're upgrading? Okay, that's apparently the answer. The parents, the answer is Hashem just wants an upgrade. I upgrade. Okay. Shaila is why is that? Okay. Apparently, okay. Okay. Okay, Rachel, what, what he's answering is that maybe the Allah only requires, that, that's probably the answer. Maybe the Allah only requires upgrade. The week I eat peanut butter, now I serve chicken. The problem is in America, to the week we eat chicken. And many of us in Manhattan go to Prime Grill. So, so then we should be upgrading. I don't know how you upgrade from Prime Grill. They're, they're paying for this advertisement. I don't know how to, uh, I don't know how to upgrade from there. But, uh, and I'll throw in one more thing, by the way. Somebody asked me, this is very no Galamaisa, a few people asked me. Can I invite lots and lots of guests and put that on Hashem's bill also? Can I invite lots and lots of guests and put that, and even if I'm serving chicken, I'm not multiplying it by five or ten. Can I put that in the bill? 
Okay. No, okay, so let's assume it's half Lashma, that's good enough. Half Lashma, I have not Lashma. <laughs> <laughs> On that, we'll end. <laughs>